All right, Alexander, let's talk about Brexit, the Labour Party. Um, unfinished business, I guess it's unfinished business, in, uh, with, with uh, the EU and, uh, and North Ireland, I believe, has not been, has not been ironed out yet either. But uh, I, I was reading a, an article a couple of days ago which said that Rishi Sunak is actually maneuvering the UK back into the EU not officially yeah. back into the EU, yeah. kind of unofficially, but still into the EU. And, uh, and then we have all of these other things that are happening um, with, with what labor is doing, with everything that's happening in, uh, in, uh, with, uh, with the agreement to, for, uh, for Northern Ireland. And it does look like that, doesn't it? Absolutely. And Rishi Sunak, I thought, was against Brexit, but... I think he's he's a globalist, it seems, through and through. Well, of course, well, of course, he is. And let's let's go back to a couple of weeks ago when you know the the, the plot, because there was a plot <laughs> against uh, um, Liz Truss and Quasi Quarteng came out. And you know, I, I I said at the time, if you remember, that Sunak is a globalist. This is the Remainer establishment regaining control of British politics. They've they've outlasted Johnson, who was a flawed and incompetent leader, um, Liz Trust, even more so. And they've, they've, they've now been restored in all their pomp to power, and they've managed it through intrigues, through the various intrigues that they have. And I said that Sunak, you remember what I said about Sunak, was that he's never really been a committed leaver. This is a misconception. Um, back in 2016... He back leave, going against the advice of his friend, uh, the then Prime Minister, David Cameron. He, he back leave because he's a billionaire. So if leave loses, well, he doesn't lose very much because if he doesn't get a ministerial post, well, he's fine. But if leave wins, well, then he's one of the few people in prominent political life who back leave and he can leverage that, as he did very successfully, to try and get himself pushed upwards. And it pushed him all the way up to prime minister. But he's never really been deeply committed to all of this or to this project, to, to, to the Brexit project. And since he's become prime minister, you can see that he's reverted to all the old orthodoxies of, you know, uh, the, the Conservative government's before Brexit were following, the Labour governments too, by the way. He's running very much an establishment government. And what he's doing, step by step, is he's pushing Britain back towards Europe. And what he's doing is he's renegotiating this whole Irish opt-out thing. If you remember, way back during the Brexit war... Theresa May did this deal that, you know, Ireland would remain within the European single market um, and, you know, that Britain wouldn't therefore be able to sort of leave the single market. And I said this was a trap. Well, that's exactly what he's doing in reverse. Boris Johnson was able to break that link for a short time. But Sunak is essentially renegotiating in stealth Theresa May's old deal. That's exactly what he's up to. And of course, Theresa May's old deal bring Britain de facto 
back into the European single market, then at some point it will be legally in the European single market. And then, of course, you'll be able to turn around and say, well, since we're in the European single market, we can't just have a situation where Brussels regulates us and we have no say. So let's rejoin the EU. And that's 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 it's step by step by step back in that direction. Some people in the Conservative Party are protesting and opposing it. But to be honest, the Brexit forces in Britain are now so demoralised that there isn't the kind of sustained opposition you might have expected and would have seen a few years ago. Right. So just just explain once again the situation with with what Theresa May was. I mean, where do yeah. we leave off with 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 that situation and and what did yeah. Boris Johnson accomplish there or, or did he yes. not accomplish anything did he just kind yes. of leave it all hanging yeah. and now yeah, Rishi well, Sunak is coming in to reverse everything right well Theresa May did this deal with Brussels she, she the whole business was not supposedly about not undermining the uh, peace agreement in Northern Ireland so Theresa May said and agreed with the EU, right, Britain, England and Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland will remain a single economic unit. But there will be no hard border between Northern Ireland and the Republic, the Irish Republic. And of course, the Irish Republic is a part of the EU and a part of the European single market. So there's going to be a soft border if goods are going to be able to move backwards and forwards across that border without regulation. Then if you keep Britain plus Northern Ireland as one single economic whole, then you are in effect saying that Britain will remain a part of the European single market. That, that, that was what Theresa May did. Now, when Boris came along and he did a deal with Macron in New York, and basically what he did was he went against the unionists in Northern Ireland. He said, look, I want to press ahead with Brexit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut you adrift. You will remain part of the European single market to all intents and purposes in Northern Ireland. But the rest of Britain will not. We will leave and we will form our own economic sovereignty. But you'll be left behind. But eventually, at some point in the future, we'll come back and we will negotiate with Brussels and we'll find a solution so that you become part of Britain again. That was what Johnson said to the, to the unionists in Northern Ireland, who, by the way, felt very betrayed by him. But he did mean that the rest of Britain was able to Brexit, or at least so Johnson said. But then Johnson, at one point, was said, said well, look, this protocol, this, this idea that you know, Northern Ireland must have the soft border with Southern Ireland, this protocol really can't work. I'm prepared to break the agreement that Theresa May made. And there was a lot of 
talk about how that would violate international law, which supposedly Britain doesn't ever do, which isn't true, by the way, but never mind. Johnson then backed off. When he ceased to be prime minister, the situation wasn't resolved. So at the moment, Northern Ireland is still, to a great extent, integrated with the EU. The rest of Britain, in theory, is not. But Sunak seems to be heading back towards a situation where he's going to up reopen all the connections with Northern Ireland by bringing Britain de facto back into the EU single market. He won't say that, but that will be the effect. So he's going back, as I said, to the arrangement that Theresa May negotiated. Yeah, but Britain is going to be back in the EU, but without all of the benefits, I guess you could say, of being a member of the EU. I mean, they're going to have all yeah. the restrictions, all the all the regulations, everything is yeah. going to be in place, but they're not going to have a seat at the table. Exactly. To, so of course, to vote and, and do stuff like that, yeah. So, of course, at some point in the next five, ten years, <laughs> they, they will say, people, the Remainers will say exactly that in Britain, and they'll say, look, this hasn't worked. We might as well go back in. We're not achieving anything by staying out. And they will presumably hold a referendum of some kind. They'll make sure this time that they win it and they'll take us back in. Now, all of this has been going, going on in a very complicated and, shall we say, stealthy way. The British government, for example, the Conservative government, it still has to appease its Brexit wing. They're saying that they're going to pass a bill which is going to mean that Britain is no longer subject to any of the old regulations that it introduced whilst it was still a member of the EU, well, you can take all of that with a mountain of salt because the reality is that that's exactly what they're doing. They're gradually edging us back into the EU single market. Now, of course, you know, there might be a reaction, probably will be a reaction, but um, within the Conservative Party, I get the sense that the Brexiteers are becoming isolated. And of course, if you look at the Labour Party, it's the same. Now, the new, well, it's not the new, but the, the, the current Labour leader, Sir Keir Starmer, has always throughout his political and you know previous life been a committed Remainer. He was one of the major leaders of the second referendum project. You remember the second referendum? And to the extent that there is pro-Brexit feeling within the Labour Party, or at least a willingness to go along with Brexit, it's tended to be associated with people on the working class left, and he's now busy purging all of them. He's pushing them out, and of course he's just announced that his predecessor, Jeremy Corbyn, his old friend, as he used to say, the man whose cause he once pledged he would follow when he was elected leader in Corbyn's place, well, Corbyn will not be allowed to stand in the next election as a Labour candidate. So, in effect, he's also purging pro-Brexit feeling within the Labour Party. The Uniparty. The Uniparty, the Uniparty and exactly, all roads no. lead back, back into the EU. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
Yes. And you see, by the way, lots of opinion a, a polls. A fairly EU. A fairly EU. But lots of opinion polls spreading all over the place, saying that the British public has got that buyer's remorse, that they've felt that the joining the EU was a huge mistake, leaving the EU was a huge mistake, all of that. Which, uh, by the way, I would take all those opinion polls with a major, uh, a great deal of scepticism. It, it always depends how you shape the question. But anyway, they, they are appearing. And, you know, you can take them as you will. But that's, that's, that's what we've seen. I mean, the, the uh, establishment in Britain never accepted Brexit. They did everything they could to stop it after the referendum. They bided their time. They reasserted control of both of the two big parties within the British political system, and they're gradually rowing it back. Does Farage, final question, does Farage understand this? Yeah. Or has he also Oh, absolutely. He does, it, fully un- out of this. He, yeah. he does fully understand it. And there are some articles which have been appearing by people like Alistair Heath, for example, in the uh, Sunday Telegraph, saying that there is now clear big political space opening up. And what well, Alistair Heath, I think he's, you know, he's an interesting commentator. I disagree with him about most things, by the way, but on his analysis of politics, he's sometimes absolutely correct. What he thinks is going to happen is that the Conservatives will lose the election. Labour will win. Keir Starmer will become Prime Minister. Nothing will change. Things will continue to get worse, will gradually inch ever closer and deeper into the EU. At that point, disillusionment and anger in large parts of Britain will grow and the space will appear for a radical alternative, which Alistair Heath thinks will be on the right. He's probably right about that, but I wouldn't completely discount a sort of Corbynist left post-Corbynist left appearing too. But anyway, something like that appearing on the scene and that it will become a major force in British political life thereafter. And I think that is possible. But for the moment, I mean, that's the future. For the moment, as I said, the uni party is reasserting itself. And, you know, it is a uni party because you look at Starmer's policies, the Labour Party's policies, and... They're not that different from what Sunak is doing. I mean, Starmer and Sunak, you could switch them, switch them round. It wouldn't be hugely different. And it's very, very easy to imagine a government in which both Sunak and Starmer were serving as ministers. I mean, they're not really that different from each other. No, they're not. I don't know who's worse, <laughs> to be quite no. honest. No, I mean, you know, Starmer, but, I mean, you know, when you're talking about Johnson and Corbyn, it was di- they were different. I mean, you know, you might have liked the one or liked the other or disliked them both. I mean, you know, but they were different. But these two, as I said, they're not that different, really. And their policies are not that different. Yeah. Okay. We'll uh, leave it there at Duran.locals.com. We are on Rockfin as well. And go to the Duran shop, 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.